Hey guys, what's up? It's Tyler Kluver. This is the Snapped Podcast. So glad that you're joining me on this podcast. We're going to talk about diet, exercise, mindset, training, sports, performance, and any of the things that we discuss, me or the guests that I bring on, is going to help you get better and help you get healthier in some way or another. We're glad you're here. Sit back, relax. Let's have it. back at it all right let's make sure my mic's working it is you guys can hear me that's a good thing maybe a little less energy this morning it's the it, it is the morning uh usually do this in the afternoon but the day's schedule looks a little different but four weeks ago i said you know what consistency intent to put out the podcast i've mentioned it every week and here we are again uh, shorter one today maybe a little less entertaining i don't know if any of these are really entertaining more informative but today is really going to be just about a quick simple science of calories in calories out and calorie balance uh overall that i think eh, probably most of the people that listen to this podcast understand at some level but maybe you learn something new something maybe you hear something uh, an opinion of mine that you uh, makes you think a little different about something, or maybe you don't know anything about calorie balance, and in the next 10 minutes, you're going to learn about it. Calories in versus calories out. Sure, you've heard that before. And in different, you know, how how much is it true? Is it is that the way the body works? Are there other factors to it? Does it matter what kind of foods you eat? Or is it just about the calories total? There's a lot of thoughts on that across the industry. I hate saying that, the industry. I'm going to give you my thoughts. And basically, I mean, you know, I'm not some expert, but I know kind of what I'm doing. And after you sift through all the bullshit online, you kind of understand, like, what works and what doesn't. So what is calories in, calories out? Well, for those that don't know, generally your body's energy is based off of two things. Energy balance is based off of two things, right? You have a certain amount of body tissue and fuel, i.e. food, that you put into your body. Okay, your body is going to run off of one of those two things generally, right? Without getting way too scientific on you. So your body to get up out of bed in the morning, go work out, walk down out the garage to your car, play with your kids, anything you do physically when you're moving, I mean, even when you're sleeping, just to keep you alive your body is pulling from an energy source of the food that you've eaten or the stored energy in the form of body fat generally on your body, right? So 
ideally, you want your body to be using, you want your body to be as, as efficient as possible, right? And so preferably you'd like to use the calories that you eat so that it, so that, you know, this is assuming that you're at a, at a weight that you're comfortable with, or you look and you know, you're, you're where you want to be body weight wise. Otherwise your body's going to pull from your fat storage. Now that's a good thing if you're trying to lose weight, right? Why does the body work this way? Well, it's just the way it is. And it's the only two places you can pull energy from. There is a thing called a calorie balance, right? It's like a scale. It's like one of those scales where it's got two sides. It's got the little cups. You put one thing over here, one thing over here, balances out. Imagine calories in, any calories that you eat on one side, and any calories that you burn on the other side. That is based off of really two things. Basically, your uh, your BMR or your RMR, your basal metabolic rate or resting metabolic rate, i.e. doesn't include working out. And then how much you burn through uh, what I would call focused calorie burning or focused energy throughout the day. Everybody has a number. Unfortunately, you have to do a, you know some pretty extensive testing to figure out exactly what your number is for your BMR, your basal metabolic rate. But everyone's got a number. We have formulas that I'll go over in a second that calculate pretty closely to a level at which you burn every day. And then based off of your activity level, going back at least some kind of consistent amount of time, probably a month, I would say would be a good starting spot, maybe longer. Uh, your body then is um, tuned up to a certain amount. It's used to burning a certain amount every day. So it kind of ups its baseline level based off of activity. Um, to the point where, and the only reason that matters is say you work out five times a week, your basal metabolic rate would be not including that workout. So for example, my basal metabolic rate is somewhere around two, 2000 calories, let's say. And that would be if I didn't do anything all day, every day for every day of my life, I would still burn at my current body weight, height, and age, 2,000 calories a day. Now, because I work out five times a week, my body is tuned up um, to burn about 2,800 calories a day. Now, that's if I work out or don't. As long as I continue with my cycle on an off day, a Saturday or Sunday, because I'm working out five days a week, my body will still burn that increased level of calories on a day off. I think that's something that some people don't quite get. It's like, oh, if I don't work out today, then my, my natural burn is lower. And that's not true. Um, you will burn, you'll burn less calories because you didn't work out, obviously. But your baseline, where you're starting from, um, is going to be higher still because you work out on a consistent basis. So, um that is how many calories 
you burn each day. Obviously, your workouts play into that. And then on the other side of things is how many calories you eat per day. Now, for many people, the idea is I want to lose weight, right? I want to lose weight. So how do you lose weight? Well, 90, I'll say 90% because I'm still a little unsure. Um, but uh, I would say at least 90% of the equation for losing weight is to simply eat less calories than you burn. Okay, why does this help us lose weight, right? What, why, why, why? Well, if you look at it, again, going back to those two sources of, of energy for our body, if we don't eat enough calories food-wise to fuel our body for the day, it's not like our body just says, oh, we didn't, we didn't eat enough, so we're done burning your body still burns those calories because you're still putting your body through whatever you're putting it through to get to a certain energy level. So for example, say you eat 2,500 calories in a day, but you burned 3,000 calories. You did enough to burn off 3,000. That 500 has to come from somewhere. And there wasn't enough food to, to quite fuel you, so your body pulled from its energy storage, right? Meaning it took some of the fat cells on your body, maybe from your love handles, from your ass, I don't know, your back, somewhere on your body. It took 500 calories worth of fat cells and burned that off of you to account for the energy needed for that day. So now you have 500 less calories worth of fat on your body to anchor you to a, a sticking point here and kind of demonstrate why it's so hard to lose weight real weight not just water weight or you know you go to the bathroom and you lose weight why it's hard to uh, to sustain weight loss over a period of time so you you burn 500 that single day you need to burn 3,500, 3,500 calories worth of fat to lose one pound. One pound is 3,500 calories. Now imagine, and for some of you, maybe it's a little more difficult than others. Uh, if you're not already, you know, if you haven't already figured this out and you're not eating a certain amount and you don't really have an idea of how much you burn or how much you put in your body each day, 500 calories is like a McDouble from McDonald's or um, like a large, a large chicken breast and um, like uh, a third of a cup of rice. That's how many calories 500 is. So imagine taking that amount of food off of your daily um, amount that you eat. And then doing that every day for a week, it just so happens, it's really nice that it works out this way. You do it for seven days, one week, and you've hit, and you hit that 500 calorie deficit every day for a week. Now you've lost one pound. So, so now you kind of get to start 
to you get a start of a feel of that's not what I wanted to say. You get you start to get a feel for Jesus Christ. I've done so many podcasts. You think I could fucking talk. You start to get a feel for how difficult it actually is to lose a pound of body fat. And then do that consistently. Time and time again. Now. You can do that, and I actually did that mostly losing weight with just the nutrition side of things, right? You, you know, you, you figure out your number of how much you're burning each day. We'll go, and uh, did we already go over that? I feel like we may have. You figure out your number of how much you're burning each day. Type, easiest way to do that is type in tdee.com or BMR calculator on Google, and it'll come up with the same calculator. On, on both websites, you put in your info, your height, your age, your weight, and then your energy level. Um, you know, it has different like, oh, I work out two to three times a week lightly, three to four times a week, moderately, five to six times a week, like really hard. And then there's like a super extreme level where it's like you're working a construction job all day, every day, or you're like an elite athlete. And then that kind of puts you in a category of extended um, BMR of what you're probably burning each day. You figure out that number and then you just eat 500 calories or a certain amount of calories less than that number every day. And you'll start to lose weight. You can double that effect by then working out more than you currently are when, when you do that calculation. So if I'm burning Again, back to that number. If I'm burning 2,500 calories a day and I'm not working out at all and I decide, okay, I'm going to eat 500 less, so I'm going to eat 2,000 a day, but I'm also going to start working out and I'm going to burn an extra 500 per day. Now I've affected the equation in both directions. So I'm burning 500 more. I'm eating 500 less. I've created a 1,000 calorie deficit because of that. Now I'm going to lose about two pounds a week. Going off of that 3,500 calorie number, you're going to burn about, you're going to be in a 7,000 calorie deficit by the end of the week. Now you're going to lose two pounds in a week, right? Which most people think only two pounds in a week. And they just don't understand that that is incredibly hard to do on a consistent basis. In fact, two pounds a week is kind of on the top end of what's even considered safe for an, for an average person to lose in a week. Now, there's some outliers there. If you're a guy who's in the high 200s in the 300-pound range, you can lose a lot more than that. But for general people, you can, you can, you know, two pounds a week is pretty goddamn good. And if you think about that, in the large scheme of life, you're going to change your health, you're going to lose weight, you know. Even if you go on a health journey for a year, which I think most people, when they think about it, is like, yeah, I'll go. I'll do it for a year. I'm going to do this. In the grand scheme of things, you live to 70, 80, 90 years old. You're looking at 1% to 2% of your life, not even 2%, that you're really focused on getting to a healthy place. If you lost 2 pounds a week for a year, it's 105 pounds. 
So consider the long term of consistency and the compounding effect and not so much like, oh, only two pounds in a week, right? Um, the big thing about calorie balances, and, and so then when you kind of, when this clicks in your brain, you start to think, well, shit. Then if I, if I maintain that calorie balance, does that mean I can eat whatever I want food-wise as long as I eat a, under a certain amount of calories? And unfortunately, <laughs> it's not the best advice for most people, and we'll get into why. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's kind of how it works. Going back to my 90% rule, 90% of you losing weight is going to be basically just maintaining that calorie balance we just talked about. So. Uh, and actually, it's why I started this podcast almost a year ago. Um, I started this podcast with a series called The Pint Life. And I went out to prove, and you can go back episodes one through eight or one through seven, I believe. And you can go back and see that I was eating a pint of ice cream for lunch every day. And those pints were, you know, 800 to 1200 calories. Um, and then I was just eating normal dinners, but I was keeping my calories under what I was burning and I lost weight and body fat over the course of the month. And so, yeah, you can eat ice cream, you can eat snacks, you can eat junk food. As long as your calories are less than you're burning, you're going to lose weight. Now, weight is the key word there, Right. Just because you're losing weight, and that's great, it's awesome to see a lower number on the scale, but just because you're losing weight doesn't mean appearance, aesthetic-wise, you're going to get to where you want to be. I heard a quote, and I, it's, it's, it's a good quote. I, again, there's, it's, it's a simplified version of trying to explain this, but uh, how much you eat determines what you weigh what you eat determines what you look like, okay? How many calories you eat determines your weight. Where your calories come from, the food sources that your calories come from, determine what you look like. That means this. If you do that ice cream diet that I did, and I was severely counteracting that with like, 60 to 75 minutes of intense CrossFit, HIT training, strength training, five days a week. And I basically stayed the same. I lost like two pounds over the course of a month. Um, if you eat that ice cream diet and you eat McDonald's every day and then you eat pasta and cookies at night and, and you just go berserk, but you're still staying under that calorie number you're going to be you're going to end up being skinny fat or fat skinny or whatever right you know think about that when i say that think about the person who is is really light they don't they're not very heavy and they've never been but they aren't very toned like you know the guy who is six feet tall and 160 pounds and he's like, with a shirt on, he's skinny. But then he takes his shirt off and you're like, oh, 
Like he's kind of like skinny fat. Like somehow you're fat and also skinny at the same time. Like you have no muscle definition. Okay. How lean you are is going to, again, what you look like, your body fat composition is going to matter uh, and be based off of where your sources are coming from. So 2,000 calories of ice cream versus 2,000 calories of lean meat and vegetables and fruit and good carbs and nuts and seeds and good healthy fats, all of that, a well-balanced, healthy diet is going to make you look much better than 2,000 calories of ice cream every day. Obviously, your workouts are going to matter a little bit as well. And how that plays into it is, and I, and I can attest to this, you can go back and listen to me talk about it in the Pint Life episodes. When you're trying to work out and get a good workout in and have great energy sustained throughout your workout and put in max effort and put in max strength to work on your muscle and, and your tone, your, your muscle tone in, in the gym, it's a lot easier to get a good workout in when you're running off of the clean food than when you're running off of McDoubles. And so that affects, so now your workouts are affected and you're not working out as well or as hard as you could or maybe as long as you could or as many days as you could because you feel like crap. And so now your body shape and look is affected by that as well. How your body processes everything and holds water and the processes of your body in general are all working better on the clean food rather than that 2,000 calories of ice cream. Your weight is going to say the same number maybe, but you're going to look drastically different. So that's a little bit about how calorie balance works. One last note I want to talk about is um, how a lot of people look at calorie balance on a daily time frame versus a weekly time frame. There is no reset. Like your body's just an ongoing equation of, okay, I was plus this many calories today and I was minus this many calories today. And so it doesn't reset at the month. It doesn't reset at the beginning of the week. It doesn't even reset at the beginning of the day. That's just a way for us as, as, as people to quantify it with numbers and kind of keep track right? Like that first day you start, you might be over the last couple days in an, in a deficit or in a surplus of calories, right? But when you start tracking, you're just worried about, okay, today I ate this many calories versus I burned this many. And then over the course of time, a week, a month, three months, a year, now you have a better snapshot of where you're at calorie wise. And you're, you're more exact in it actually affecting you the way it should. Um, another reason why it takes a while for your body to kind of jumpstart and, and get into the rhythm of that. Um, the best way to go about that is to, to pick a daily surplus or deficit. <clears throat> it goes the other way on this. If you want to build muscle, you have to be, if you want to put on good weight, because it's very hard to lose fat and put on muscle at the same time. I'll talk about that in another podcast. If you want to put on good weight, you have to be in a surplus. You need to eat two, three, four, five hundred more calories than you're burning each day so that your body can pack on weight. And then 
combining that with strength training and making sure it's good protein and good uh, food sources will make it muscle instead of fat. But you have to figure out what your daily surplus or deficit needs to be and then just worry about it on a daily time frame. And then at the end of the week, you look and you're like, hey, my weekly deficit was this. Compare that to 3,500. And if it was 3,500, great. You lost about a pound. The scale might not say so. Because again, the you know, did you go to the bathroom? When are you weighing yourself during the day? Or do you have clothes on? How much water did you drink? All that stuff. But scientifically, you've lost a pound. You do that another week, another week. You're consistent with it. Then you start to see it be more consistent on the scale. Weigh yourself once a week. See where you're at over the course of four, eight, 12 weeks, six months. Then you start to see a trend line. And that's how you gain or lose weight. Calorie balance. This went longer than it needed to. Hopefully you guys learned something. As always, I do these podcasts as a creation tool. I don't, uh, I, I know that I'm not the entertaining guy that's going to hop on. I'm not going to have tens of thousands of people listening to my fitness podcast. There's a million fitness podcasts out there. But for those that know me and are in my circle and don't really have a fitness podcast to listen to, I'm going to go over some of those big topics. And hopefully you learn a little bit of something from me. And it's also a way for me to create and consistently grow as a coach and somebody in this, again, here comes the word, industry, the fitness and health industry. So just a, just a little monologue. Um diary of me talking about fitness stuff hopefully you didn't die of boredom hope you have a great week great day again hit me up if you have any questions about what i talked about otherwise thanks for listening talk to you next week peace